0: There is a financial system yeah. that benefits the overall government and the overall system, yeah. right? So you got to understand, this is the system's rules. The system is, we want you to go to school. We want you to get an education, get a higher education, use student loans so that you can have a lot of student loans that, that, by the way, you can't even wipe off your credit. So you can go get a job. By this time, you got a family now, and you got to pay off those student loans. So you got to keep working, and then you got to save in your 401k. The 401k, which means you're gonna defer taxes until your, you know, till you retire. Mm-hmm. Now during this entire time frame, keep in mind your money is in prison because right. you can't touch that money until you're 59 and a half without a penalty. So you can keep working for somebody else, right? Yeah. That's the system.
1: All right y'all so there's a lot of talk about becoming the bank but what does that actually mean when people talk about generational wealth they believe in the traditional way of building wealth where there's a whole different way where you could finance your life you could build your own wealth you could finance your family's life you could borrow from yourself Yo, when i tell you that there are multiple ways where you could create wealth without having to depend on no other institution but yourself. And it is an honor to have this next guest because when you think about even myself as a 15-year banking executive, a lot of the things that he is teaching is going to change the way you look at wealth forever. All right, y'all, let's get to the show. Hey, so this episode of Inside the Vault is sponsored by Mailbox Millionaire Academy, the number one commercial real estate credit mentorship program for real estate professionals looking to take their real estate business to the next level. See, look, a lot of people want to get into real estate, but they don't want to deal with the hassle of tenants, clogged toilets, trash, leaky sinks. This is why you need to learn how to invest in the number one performing real estate asset, which is not what you think. It's actually self-storage facilities. You can get all the benefits of owning real estate with less headaches, and most importantly, you'll get more cash flow. If you think you need a ton of money to start, well, that is absolutely false. My guy, Ramel, who's the lead instructor at Mailbox Millionaire Academy, teaches you how to purchase commercial real estate with, guess what, no money down strategies, no money out of your pocket. So, no matter where you are in your entrepreneurship journey, you can get started. So, what I need you to do is I need you to text VAULT to 347-429-6496, register for the free training that Ramel is having and I'll see you on the other side. Alright, let's get to the episode.
2: Pay attention and listen, we about to teach class. Inside the boat, my man asked cash. So get your man right. Thursday night, 8 p.m. You see him and change your life. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Blueprint, the wealth, the knowledge network. To get it while you can, and he's standing right here. Just come inside the phone. and see black millionaires. all oh, yeah. all oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Set the vault and see black millionaires. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You want Ash Cash, you
1: can catch it right here in the vault. Alright, Joshua. so welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. The greatest money mindset show on the planet where we are giving you the insider's guide to living financially free, the insider's guide to wealth, everything about it. I'm excited about this next guest because if you know my background, you know that I was a 15-year banking executive, branch manager, CEO of a credit union. And the traditional way that myself and even others are taught about banking and the banking system is totally different than what you are or what my my next guest is going to teach you. He's actually going to teach you how you can become the bank yourself. How do you build wealth? How do you use your family? How do you create generational wealth? These are unconventional ways that are not really taught every single day using instruments, financial instruments that you may think you know about, but you have no idea. I got my man, Mr. Marvin Mitchell in the building. What's up, brother? I'm good, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing well, man. I I appreciate you, man. I'm excited about, you know, this interview for so many different reasons, right? Because, you know, your knowledge base, first and foremost, your life story is phenomenal. The things that you've been able to do and acquire and who you are is is just awesome. So for those who don't know, who is Marvin Mitchell?
0: Man, I'm just a, just a kid that grew up in an inner city without a father who grew up and became something of myself. Yeah. They said that I'm going to be a generational curse breaker. Yeah. That saw my family struggle and said, I'm not going to be the one to struggle anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. let my kids struggle anymore. So I really just took a different route in my life, man. I began to read and I said that I'm going to be a person who becomes well financially myself, yeah. so that I can change the whole world, man. And this is what I manifested. Yeah. This is what I believe in. Yeah. And this is what I'm doing today. Yeah, no, nah, nah, I love
1: that. And so t- talk, talk to me about, you know, what you do now, right? Because like you are a yeah. wealth builder in every yeah. sense of the word. Talk to me
0: about about, about your business. So I say I'm a, I'm a wealth creator. Um, just to give you an example to yeah. get people, get people excited, to show you what's possible, what I've been able to do. Yeah. Growing up poor. To now own a $2 million mansion, Mm. a couple of Lambos, Mm -hmm. and, you know, just being able to just live just financially free where I don't have to be in the office and the office is still making money from me. And I was able to do all of that, 422 units of real estate, without needing to necessarily go to the bank for the the down payment or any of that. Mm. I borrowed money from an untraditional place that I'm going to talk about today Mm. without using any of my own money, using other people's money to build passive residual income for myself while my money is still growing tax-free. Mm. So here's the thing. I make my money, Ash, make money two to three times off the same dollar before it ever circulates outside of my territory. Oh, So your money makes two to three...
1: So, so no, no. no. Let, let's, let's unpack that, right? So you're yeah. saying if you got $1,000... Right. That money, uh, make money two or three times before it even goes
0: outside anywhere else. Everything I have is going to be funneled to what I call a wealth creation fund first. Mm. And then once it funnels to that wealth creation fund, I'm going to borrow against that. Mm. When I borrow against that, I buy an asset. Mm. So now the asset is making money from me. Ooh. And the thing I funneled it through is still there and it's still making money from me because I didn't take the money. Wow. I borrowed against the money.
1: Wow. So
0: give y'all a play. And we're going to talk about what it is in a second. But wow, let me give wow, y'all a play. Wow, that's heavy. Let me show you how to make money three times. Man, off You the yo, you, came, you came out the gate with the bars. I yeah, mean, you yeah, know, yeah, we, yeah. We, we got to. Yeah. So yeah. here's the deal. Let's say I need to buy a high-priced item. Yeah, I pay $20,000. I might use a credit card. I get my points for the credit card. Yeah. Then I borrow against my wealth creation fund, pay off that card. Yeah. I got points from the credit card. Mm. My money in my wealth creation fund is still growing tax-free. Mm-hmm. And I just bought an asset that's making money. Now mm. that dollar made money three different times. Wow, wow. So you see, it's not that people are, some people are not spending too much. They're just spending it wrong. Mm. If I can show you how to make money yeah. without reducing your lifestyle mm. and still end up in a better financial position than somebody that tries to save and, and live so below their means that they feel like they can't spend any money. I'm going to show you how to spend money yeah. and make money at the same time. Why? I mean, it doesn't have to be an either or. It yeah. can be a both and. Mm. And that's yeah. what we're going to get into. And, 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 I, and I love that because, I mean, I mean as y'all know, abundance is your birthright. Yes. Um, and we
1: always say that and is better than or, right? Exactly. Um, and, and, and we've been taught to choose right and so you know we got to choose we got to create so this or that yeah uh but you're saying and you're saying you could be responsible and spend you could have a lambo and build wealth you could have a two million dollar asset and own 420 doors right yeah like man that's powerful Take us through, like, what that it is. Like, what is it? What is this wealth creation fund that is allowing you to to double and triple your money?
0: I want to talk about that. I'm going to start off by talking about the three different types of money. First, you got to understand the three different types of money. Then you can understand what this is. There's three different types of people Mm. when it comes to money. You have a debtor. You have a saver. And then you have a wealth creator. Mm. We're going to talk about the wealth creator today, but we got to understand the debtor first. Mm-hmm. The debtor is somebody who always buys depreciating assets. They might buy it on credit. They spend their entire life living in a rat race. They're going to go in debt and they're spending years attempting to become debt free. Mm-hmm. Go in debt, attempting to get debt free. We all know people like that. Surely none of you are, right? But we know people like that, right? Problem is, is their goal is listening to people like Dave Ramsey telling them that they need to be debt free. They need to be a zero. Well, I will tell you the problem with that thinking is that when you're at zero, you're still at zero. There are homeless people on the street that are at zero. But at the same time, they don't have any assets. They're not building any wealth, right? So then you go to the next stage where you got the saver. Mm -hmm. Now, the saver, that's somebody that's in a better position. They're going to save and see their cash go up. But then when it's time to buy a vehicle or buy something, they're going to spend their cash. Mm -hmm. Then they're going to save again. Then they're going to spend their cash. Here's the problem with that. Every time they spend their cash... What they're doing is they're going back toward the same place Mm -hmm. that the debtor is trying to get to. Mm -hmm. So the saver is stopping the forward momentum of their money each and every single time they're getting back to zero. And here's the thing. They feel like they have to live in a scarcity mindset, like I can't spend, I can't spend. I'm going to live on on Raymond Noodles. I'm going to live like no one else is living right now. Problem with that is once you have that scarcity mentality, you don't just click out of it. You stay in that scarcity mentality. I have clients like that that can save millions of dollars but are afraid to spend $10,000 because they think they're going to run out of money because they've trained their to be scarcity. But as you know, abundance is our birthright. Yeah. So if we're going to think abundantly, we got to know that we can have it all, yeah. right? Yeah. So when you're abundant, you're going to become a wealth creator. The way a wealth, wealth creator thinks is, Is I'm gonna be responsible with my money, but when it's time for me to buy a high ticket item, I'm gonna borrow against something that's making money Mm -hmm. while it's still making money so I can make money two to three times. Mm -hmm. So that wealth creation fund is actually a sort of a type of life insurance. But I want you to be careful because when people say life insurance, the first thing that you think of is, well, I got a term or I got life insurance through my work or I got a whole life. Let me tell you, most. 90% of policies are set up the wrong way and they are not built the right way to be a wealth creation fund. In order for it to be a wealth creation fund, you got to build cash value fast. You got to be able to borrow against it fast. Mm. You got to make sure that you're getting a good tax free interest rate and it's growing for you uninterrupted, even when you're using the money. You got to make sure that you don't have to pay it back. Mm. So if you structure it the right way, you don't even got to pay it back. Mm. It's just subtracted from your death benefit mm-hmm. when you die. Mm-hmm. And it's, the death benefit is always more than the cash value and it's always tax-free. So when you understand this, I'm gonna give you one play and then we're gonna kind of take you back. When you understand this, you can take educated risk. I'll give you an example. If I have $100,000 in a cash value policy and I borrow $50,000. Let's say I was making 5%. Mm-hmm. So if I got $100,000 making 5%, the next year is 105 dollars mm-hmm. Well, if I borrow $50,000, next year is still 105 dollars because I didn't touch that money. I just use it as collateral. I borrowed against it. So that hundred dollars is $105,000 now, right? Now, get this. I borrowed against it. It's $105,000. Now, if I want to take that money and buy an asset, I can make money off that asset and that money is still growing. And if I don't pay it back, They're going to subtract my $50,000 plus a little interest from my death benefit Mm. when I die, which is probably a million. So to give you one play really quick, Ash, so Mm -hmm. what I did was, remember GameStop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. GameStop was just going through the roof. Now, I own, I guess I should have told y'all this, I actually own a financial firm. Yeah. I've been owning a financial firm for 15 years, so I I can kind of see where the industry is going. I know that the big guys are not going to continue to lose. Yeah. So when GameStop, the ordinary person was making so much money and winning, I said, they got to do something about it. Mm. So it went up by 100 points, right? Then it went, and then I said, it's going to go down by 100 points the next day. I positioned myself correctly where I was able to borrow from my policy and put $100,000 on an option, put, that it would go down Mm -hmm. by 100 points. The next day when it went down by 100 points, I instantly made $300,000 plus got my $100,000 back. And I was able to pay back the insurance company the $100,000 while my money was still growing. Now, why would I take that risk? Because it's a big risk, because if I lost that, I lose $100,000. Here's why I'm able to take that risk. If I lose that and I don't have the $100,000, I'm not in a big deficit because it's simply just borrowed against the policy. And if I don't, if I lose 100000 the money, the 100000 is still growing as if I never touched it. Right. And 100000 plus interest is going to be subtracted from my death benefit when I die. Right, right So right. I use that money to w- be a win-win situation. Whether I win or lose, I still win.
1: Mm, yeah,
0: oh, I love that. And so ju- just to
1: unpack that, right, because somebody's listening right now who loves the concept Take me back a little bit, right? Yeah. What is the difference between a term life insurance yeah. policy and a cash value life insurance policy? Yeah.
0: Well, first off, um, beware of people who tell you that there's only one right way, yeah. right? So if somebody tells you that you should never do term, you should do permanent. Or if they tell you you should never do permanent, you should only do term, I'm, I need to stir clear because there are ways that each one could be used. Yeah. Like if you're young, and you got a lot of debt, a term policy might be a portion of, your, of, of what you have. What a term policy is, exactly how it sounds. It's a term, which means it's temporary, mm-hmm. which means if I get a 20-year term policy, that means I don't build up any cash value. I pay a premium, mm-hmm. and at the end of that 20 years, that policy is done unless they increase the premiums by a whole lot. But for most people, it's done. If I die within that 20 years, I get a death benefit. So I'm betting when I get that, that I'm doing this just in case I die within that 20 years. The problem with that is when you just only go term, you're attempting to get people to get life insurance for something that they don't want. People don't want to think about dying in order to get life insurance. And you can't use it for your life. You can't use it for a business. You can't use it to buy real estate or buy a vehicle. It doesn't have any other benefits except a death benefit. Uh The exciting way to get life insurance is when it's for your life. Uh uh See, life insurance is called life insurance Uh for a reason. It should be for your life, not only death. Uh If you do it the right way, sure, you can buy wealth while you're you're waiting to create it. But at the same time, you can use your wealth, unlike you can use any other tool like a 401k or IRA. You can't use any kind of Uh products the way that you can use life insurance because it's liquid. You can control it, mm-hmm. it's tax-free, mm-hmm. it's creditor-proof, and you can only do that with permanent policies. Mm-hmm. Now, when you do a permanent policy, that's either going to be a whole life or it's going to be an index universal life. Those are the only two I advocate if you're going to do this whole become-your-own-bank situation. Yeah, They both work different, but the one thing they they both agree on is the fact that it's permanent, which means it's going to last you your whole life. Yeah. It's going to build up a cash value in that cash value, that's what gives you the ability to borrow against it. And, it's, and again, it's going to last your whole life. Now, lasting your whole life as cash doesn't mean that you're actually paying a premium for your whole life. You can actually structure it in a way that you only have to pay your premium for a third amount of years and it still lasts for the rest of your life. But when you structure it, you got to make sure that you structure it in a way that you have the highest amount of cash value for the lowest amount of death benefit. Now, traditional advisors are gonna tell you to get the highest amount of um, death benefit for the lowest amount of cash value, but they get paid more commission. It benefits them, it doesn't benefit you. I want to tell you how it's going to benefit you and benefit your family so that you can build generational wealth. No, I love that. And so, you know, I, I know, like, let's say for
1: like a term, right? Like once you buy a term life insurance policy, you're kind of like locked in yeah. for that, for that death benefit. And if you wanted more death benefit, yeah. you'd have to buy a different Another. term or whatever. Yeah. Um, is that the same thing with whole with whole life? Can I uh continue to purchase yeah. uh, more death benefit once I once
0: I open open that pro- policy? Um, good question. Um, so most, first off, most term policies, 97% are never even, never even have a claim on them. Um. Only 3% of term policies are, are, are ever paid off. Insurance companies make way more off a term than they do whole life. Now on the whole life, same thing. Like, Once you start a premium, you got to be careful because if you set it too low, Mm -hmm. you can't just go one day and say, well, I'm not going to put $10,000. I'm going to put $30,000 into it. Like I have five different policies because every single time I start making more money, I do open me another permanent policy. Mm. Now, the good thing about a permanent policy that you can't do with a term, with a term policy, once your premium is set, it's set. And a whole life policy, um, for example, or or index universal life policy, if you fall into hard times or something and a year comes where you can't pay into that premium, there are ways that you can pay less to keep that policy going. So you can pay less, but you can't pay more. Mm, Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it.
1: And so now, you know, you, you, you put the money into, you know, let's say. $100,000, $100,000, $100, you buy a whole life right. policy. Um, and then now, you know, that policy is growing year after year. Yeah. Uh, and then so now, once that policy is growing, um, your your ability to borrow from that mm-hmm. is what allows you to become
0: the bank, right? Yep. Well, I say be- this is why I call it becoming your own bank. It's going to build up like a, a snowball. Like anytime you're building anything, a business, anything, it's not going to just be boom, instantaneous. So we got to stop thinking about having something super quick. This is not a microwave society. We're building long-term generational wealth, right? So what we're doing is, let's say if it's bacon for a couple years, three years, that snowball effect because the compound interest just keeps going and going and going. And now when you borrow against it, it's still compounding and growing and growing and growing. Mm -hmm. So that's really what we want to do. We want to think about this as, like, if I have 10,000, 4% compounding on that is is, is only $400, but if it turns to a million, now we're talking about getting $40,000 and maybe we borrowed $30,000 from it, but now it's making $40,000. So the longer you have it, the more benefit it's going to be for you. Mm, I love that.
2: So listen, you wanna get into real estate without dealing with the hassle of tenants, toilets, or trash, you wanna get into the number one performing asset, which is self-storage facilities. Think about the demand. Right now, so many people are going through tough times through this pandemic. A lot of people are downsizing, they're losing their jobs, but they wanna hold on to their most sacred possessions. What do we do with it? You put it in a storage facility, just like this one right here. But how about you get into the number one performing asset without any of those problems? No tenants, no trash, no toilets high demand. Listen, I got this fire training, right? So I need you to join my free training, my commercial and real estate masterclass, where I'm going to show you how to go out there and purchase self-storage facilities with no money out of your pocket, right? So if you at the bottom right now, you thinking I can't get started because I don't have money. I have an opportunity for you. So if you want to learn while you earn, tap into my free training, you're going to get life changing information to go out there and start your journey. Take advantage of the opportunity just like that. I'll see you on the other side
1: and so here's a question right so normally you know debt is not taxed yeah. right um and so if let's say for instance you know uh, i borrowed money from the bank um uh, yeah. you know that money that i borrowed that's not you know i i can't i can't be taxed for that money yeah. right um, is that the same for you know, life insurance policy, meaning that if, you know, let's say uh, I make a a million dollars this year. um, I take that million dollars. I put it in a life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. um, And then because it's a life insurance policy, you know, I now um, say, hey, you know what? I'm going to borrow against that money. I take that money. I buy an asset, like you said, right? Right. So I buy a, a duplex and that duplex I rent out. So now I borrowed that money. So first of all, so, so I'm asking you all these tax questions, right? Yeah. But, you know, that, that million dollars that I have, and I put it in the life insurance thing, and I know you're not a CPA, but if I put that uh, million dollars in that life insurance policy, is there tax benefits for investing in a life oh, yeah. insurance policy?
0: They actually call this version of life insurance, uh, it used to be called the rich man's Roth IRA. Mm. And the reason why they call the rich man's Roth IRA. And a Roth IRA, you put the money in, it's no longer tax that grows tax-deferred. And when you take the money out, you can take it out tax-free. The problem is, is there's limits to how much you can put into a Roth. If you make over a certain amount of money, you can't put that money into a Roth. And even if you do make a lot of money, you can only put about six dollars or $7,000 per year into a Roth. Rich people used to dump, just like you said, a million Mm dollars into these policies right away. Mm -hmm. The only reason that rich people would dump a million dollars into a policy is only one reason to protect themselves against taxation. Because once it goes into that policy, it grows tax deferred, which means they're not going to charge you any taxes. You can borrow against it tax free. It's creditor proof. It doesn't show up, the interest doesn't show up on any IRS report. When they die, they're going to quadruple that and send it to the next generation completely tax free. It's so many tax plays that rich people do. And and, until recently, these types of things have only been available for the ultra high net worth. They understood these things. And that's why I've went to all of these different classes, paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to master this skill so I can take what they're doing to ordinary people like me and you. You can do it. Don't think you got to make millions of dollars to do this. I have some people who do this for as little as $250 a month. They start slowly. Some people who do this, I got people pumping to a $100,000 $100, a month. So no matter where you are right now, you yeah. don't have to stay right there. You just got to take care of what you have now yeah. because when you do great things with what you have, you're going to be blessed with more to be able to do more in the future, for yeah. sure. I don't, I don't even think y'all understand what
1: just happened here, right? So I literally was having a conversation with one of my millionaire yep. friends and we were trying to discuss like, tax strategies, right? Like, yo, like, what? You know, like, because the goal is, like, you could make money fast, right? But as you make money fast, the goal is, how do I pay the least amount? Right. Right? Because you got to pay something, but how do you pay the least amount to the IRS? And not saying that we're not trying to pay money to the IRS, but if you could allow that money to work for you, then, then how do you do that? And from what I'm understanding is, if someone who, makes a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, takes that money and dumps it, you know, into a policy. Now, once that money is in that policy, mm-hmm. number one, it gives you protection.
0: Nobody can sue you. Nobody
1: can sue you for it. Right. Right. Number two, it allows you, your, your money's going to grow compound mm-hmm. interest, right? That money's going to grow. Number three, um, from a, it, it's going to grow tax-free. Right. Right. And when you borrow from it, it's now debt the government can't tax you on debt mm-hmm. so now i borrow from this life insurance policy yep. i take the 100,000 200,000 i buy a duplex let's say that duplex is now uh, you know, an asset that I have, right. that asset is giving me cash flow, and now I could be living off the cash flow. I could buy a two million yeah. dollar uh, 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 mansion. I could, you know, drive a Lambo. I could do all this stuff all on money that
0: I put in that I'm, 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 I'm now using tax free. You got it. You got it. Sheesh. You got it. And check this out. Why do, why do I say this? This play is even more powerful than even using like a bank or something like that. When you borrow money from a bank. You got to have structured payments, which means if you don't pay back this this time in a month. First off, you got to get approved. Your credit have to be good enough. Then you got to make sure that if you don't pay it back, they can report that to the credit bureau and your credit score is going to be screwed up. Or they can even take collateral against your home or something and take your home away. When you put money into this place, there is no credit score. They don't care about that because it's already your money. It's just been growing. There's no unstructured payment. So if you fall into hard times, nobody's reporting it to the credit bureau. And get this, it's interest-only loans. I don't know if y'all know what that means. Let me explain what that means. Please break that down. Break that down. This is powerful. All right, let's just say I have $100,000 in this policy. I borrow. Remember, that $100,000 is going to keep growing no matter if I borrow it or not. So I might as well borrow against it. So I borrow $50,000 against it. I get a real estate property. I fix it up. I put $30,000 into it. I sell it for, let's say, $120,000, right? So that's $80,000 I put into it. I sold it for $120,000. That's a $40,000 profit. It takes me six months to do that. As long as I pay it back before one year, not only did it continue to grow for me tax-free, but I didn't even have to pay any interest on that loan as long as I paid it back before 12 months. So I basically got a tax-free interest No interest loan as long as I paid it back before twelve months. Wow,
1: wow, why why aren't more people using this? Like, what is the barrier? What is stopping people from uh, using this tool that could, like, it's it's almost like you know they'd be like, yo, you can't have your cake and eat it too. This
0: is your cake, you eating it with the icing, you doubling the cake. Like, why people aren't aren't jumping on this? There is a financial system that benefits the overall government and the overall system, right? So you got to understand, this is the system's rules. The system is, we want you to go to school, we want you to get an education, get a higher education, use student loans so that you can have a lot of student loan that, by the way, you can't even wipe off your credit so you can go get a job. By this time, you got a family now and you got to pay off those student loans so you got to keep working. And then you got to save in your 401k the 401k, which means you're going to defer taxes mm-hmm. until you're, you, know, till you retire. Mm-hmm. Now, during this entire time frame, keep in mind, your money is in prison because right. you can't touch that money until you're 59 and a half without a penalty. So you can keep working for somebody else. Right. Yeah. That's the system that they want you in. You retire at 65 and spend less. Than you, than you spent when you were working, yeah, right? That's yeah. the system, yeah, right? Yeah. That system benefits somebody because when you save your money in a tax deferred place like that, you think you're saving money on taxes when you get to save it from your taxes that year, mm-hmm. but you're actually saving money for the government. Let me give you an example. I'm going to tell you, this is why I got, you got to understand the system to understand why the system doesn't educate you on yeah, this. Yeah. So Ash, you wanna, you come to me and you want to borrow $10,000. It's not an emergency or anything. Mm-hmm. You just want to do something. So you want to borrow $10,000 from me. And I say, absolutely, Ash Cash. Here you go, man. Here's $10,000. Mm-hmm. What are you going to want to know before you take that loan? Uh, you know, what's the interest rate? Right. How long do I got to pay it back? It. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's the interest rate and when I have to pay it back? Yeah. Now, suppose I said to you, don't worry about the interest rate. Mm. Just take the loan. Mm. At some point, I don't know when, but at some point, I'm going to get my money back. And at that time, I'm going to think of the interest rate I want to charge you at that time, retroactively to the first day I gave you that loan. And I can force you to give me back that loan money anytime I feel like it. But go ahead and take this loan. Are you taking that loan? Absolutely not. Most people are taking that loan and they mm. don't even realize it. When you put all of your money into a 401k, wow. pass the match, yeah. you're deferring it but you're deferring the taxes. If the government decides to raise taxes, by the way, you think taxes are going to go down or go up in this country? Probably going to go up. If they decide to raise taxes and you take the money out, they're going to charge you the taxes on their new rate retroactively to the first day that you put that money into the account. And they can force you to take it out. There's something called required minimum distribution. Where if you don't take out that required minimum distribution when the government wants you to, they will penalize you 50%. And by the way, you can't even touch that money until you're 59 and a half. So when I teach people this method, when I teach people this method of not putting your money in prison and having liquidity, use and control of your money, some people say, well, I don't want to wait two years to, to really build it up but you're putting your money in the 401k and you're waiting 30 to 40 years. Right. Yeah. And the government's controlling, by the way, they control that for the rest of your life. Even when you die, now they have it where they'll force your beneficiaries to take the money out early and pay all the taxes on that at their highest income tax bracket. Wow. So it's a game that the government plays. They want you to play in their system because that's how they get their tax revenue. Right. When you play in our system, then they don't get any more money. The second reason why is that life insurance agents or not teaching it. Mm. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you want to know about it? ASAP. ASAP. Right. The first time that you played Tic-Tac-Toe, who won? Was it you or was it the person that showed it to you? Person that showed it to you. Person showed it to, showed it to yeah. you. They understood the game. They understood the rules. The government understands the rule. Mm. You don't understand the rules. Yeah. So the problem is, is... And life insurance agents—they play by the government's rules. Mm. Why? Because when they structure the policy the wrong way, for the death, highest death benefit and the lowest cash value, mm. they get more commission. Mm. Now, Wall Street and the insurance industry—they're for—they're for profit. Yeah. So they're going to teach people how to make the most money so they can make the most profit. Yeah. When you start structuring it the way that we teach it, we get seventy percent less commission. So it's hard to get a man to understand something yeah. that their pocketbook depends on them not understanding. Right, right, right. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yo, that's so powerful. And I just have a follow-up
1: question on like, you know, how you build it up, right? Let's say, for instance, I, you know, I get a yeah. whole life, you know, uh, you know, policy, a permanent policy, and you know, my premium is a thousand dollars a month. Whatever right, that right, debt, right, be- right, right. debt benefit gives me, you know, I you know, I have a, you know, I have a policy, that's a thousand dollars a month. If I want to pay up that policy, can I take a lump sum amount of money
0: Mm. and pay it in advance instead of going $1,000 a month? That's a great question, and I I do want to go back. We talked about dumping a million dollars into the policy. Yeah. In the old days, that's what the wealthy used to do. They used to dump millions of dollars into the policy because there were no other rules. Yeah, A lot of Congress people used to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Well, they eventually did change the rules some where you can no longer just dump a bunch of money into it at at one time. Mm -hmm. Because when you do so, they call it a MEC. What a MEC means is a modified endowment contract. All that means is that if you dump it all in at one time and never fund it again, Mm -hmm. they get to treat it like a 401k. They get to tax it like a 401k. So you don't want to do that. In order to avoid the taxation and not have it treated like an IRA or 401K, there's a seven-pay rule, which means that you do have to fund this for at least seven years. So, for example, if you know that you only have one good lump sum when you win a lottery and you Mm -hmm. dump one lump sum in it, but you know you can't fund it again, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a taxable event. But if you're going to put in a million dollars and you do like $150,000 a year for seven years and Mm -hmm. then you finish with it, then it's forever a Mm -hmm.
2: tax-free event. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, got it.
1: And so, but let's say, for instance, you know, if you know, like some somebody knows that they're, you know, gonna, you know, be getting a lump sum of money in right. two years, let's say, right? Yep. So they start a policy now and they're putting the money in the, into the policy, yep. um, but then they get that lump sum of money and they're like, you know what, I don't want to go month to month. Can right. they, like, you know, um, go from a monthly payment to a lump
0: sum good question it's all it, it's all on how you structure it in the very beginning got it So if you know, if I know somebody's going to be getting a lump sum two years from now and they needed a flexible policy, we're not going to do like a whole life. We're probably going to do like an index universal life and we're going to set it up and structure it where it had the flexibility where we can add more to it in the future. But if you don't structure it the right way in the beginning, then you're going to have to start a whole new policy in order to do that. So it's important that the person understands your goals, understands your needs, understand what you're attempting to do with that, because you can alter what the policy, how the policy is used. Got it.
1: Got it. And so does this work? This, this I, I know I know some of my insiders are watching. Right. And they want to know, does this work for the everyday yeah. man and woman?
0: Well, I'm going give to you, give you a story. So I got a mentorship, right? I had a bunch of everyday people entering my mentorship. About 75% of the people were not entrepreneurs even. They just worked a regular job, and they were trying to build passive residual income so that they can leave their job. One of my mentees, I'm giving him a shout-out, his name is David Speed, Mm -hmm. right? So David actually started his policy, right? He started a Turo business, started a core business. He's been able to use his life insurance policy, just funded just a little bit, still working for the government. Now he has a Turo. Now he's actually mentoring other people how to do it, making money not only on his Turo, Mm -hmm from the money that he borrowed, Mm. but also making money off of showing other people how he did it and how he used the infinite bank system to do it. Mm. Everyday person... And his goal is to leave his job within three years. They got another person who just quit their job. Yeah, They just became an entrepreneur. Why? Because they've been able to go out and get Airbnbs in other countries. They use their own bank to borrow the money in order to get the Airbnbs mm-hmm. in order to fund this. So yes, because this is this ain't about insurance. I know yeah. we're talking about insurance, yeah. but this is about a mindset. Right. This is about a concept. Right. If you're looking to get the insurance, the infinite banking system and buying insurance and you're never using it, mm-hmm. and you don't have the right mindset, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to develop that mindset because if you use this right this can make you wealthy this wow. can make you rich quick i'm yeah. talking about within a few years because you've now developed the mindset to know how to do it and how to take advantage of the system yeah. and you don't have your money locked up this is exactly why i started in this business being a young financial advisor uh-huh. i was in the industry for three years person that's 40 years old he came in lost his job he came to me and said i'm glad i lost my job mm-hmm. because now it gives me an opportunity to live my dream yeah he said, but I need to fund it. So I need to go, I'm gonna go ahead and take money out of my 401k in order to do it. I said, there's a problem if you do that. I just want you to understand if you take the money from your 401k, you're gonna have to pay taxes on that money right. and you're gonna have to pay, pay a things. penalty yeah. on that money. He said, well, can I borrow against it? No, you can't borrow against it. You're no longer working. You can't Mm -hmm. borrow against it if you're working. And even if you did borrow against it while you were working, Mm -hmm. once you left the company, they would have went back and penalized that money. So it's a risky play. He said, okay, that's all right. He said, I got equity in my house. Mm -hmm. I'm just borrow from the equity in my house. I said, well, there's a problem with that. You don't have a job anymore. When you go... He said, but it's my money. I put it in. Well, when you go, they're going to make you fill out out a 15-page application on how you qualify to get your own money back. So it's not your money once you paid the banks. It's in the banks' control. It's not in your control. Mm -hmm. So we went through all of these different options, and he realized that there was nothing else that he can do unless he wanted to pay that big penalty. He ended up going back to work. He ended up not living his dreams. Now, granted, there was some... He could have pushed past it, but he didn't. It stopped him. He went back to work because the system... One, Mm -hmm. the system made him go back to work, right? So that's an issue. So an ordinary person, let's just reverse that and say if an ordinary person did it another way Mm -hmm. and they actually put money into what I'm saying first, they lose their job. Mm -hmm. They go back. They don't have to qualify for anything. Mm -hmm. Their credit score doesn't matter. Their income doesn't matter. They say, well, I'm going to start me a business. I'm going to... For that $30,000 from this, Mm. I'm going to go out and start my business, start generating income. Now I'm financially free. I don't have to go to work because I've actually built myself and put myself into a position where I can win. Mm. So if you're an ordinary person, you better Mm. do something like this. This is for the ordinary person. The ordinary way doesn't work. The Mm. old way doesn't work anymore. Mm. Why? Because the old way was saving your 401k. Use the money from the 401k. You get a pension. You get Social Security. Guess what? Pensions are gone. Yeah. They don't exist almost anymore. They'll, they'll be extinct by the time that you get to the age when you can use them. Yeah. Social Security, there was something the Social Security Administration that said by 2030, Social Security funds will be depleted. Wow. Which wow. means if that were to happen, you may not even be able to bank on Social Security. Yeah. So if we can't bank on Social Security, if we can't bank on a pension, if we can't even touch our 401k until we're 59 and a half, if you keep following that roadmap that your parents followed or somebody else you know followed, you're going to be broke. Right. You're going to fail. You're going to, 70% of people fail now with the pension. Right, right. So imagine if you don't have all of that. You better do something different and you better start doing it right now. Man, that's so powerful. And like what, like
1: at what point could somebody start being able to borrow, right? Like, if say somebody you know creates this policy, yep. um, do they have access to start borrowing immediately? Like, at what point are they are they able to? Become y'all are a getting all meat, no all, Right, right, this all, right. all, of, smoke, all <laughs> of smoke. Y'all just
0: getting all to me. Yeah. So it's really two different types of infinite banking policies that you can have: a whole life or an index universal life. Yeah. Now, on the whole life. You can actually fund it, and within 30 days, you can start borrowing against it. Wow. Within 30 days. Yeah. Because it's really built to get a high, to get a cash value quicker mm-hmm. and allow you to borrow from it quicker. The downside is that it's going to be a lower interest because the interest is fixed. Yeah. Right? It's going to be a lower interest. So if your goal is to borrow from it quickly, you're going to get a whole life. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, an index universal life, that works a little bit different. You're going to make a lot more money in the long run because the way it works is you can make up to, for example, 10%. The market goes up by five, you can make five. If it goes up by 10, you can make 10. If it goes up by 15 to 20 most, you can make a 10. Mm. If it goes down, you don't lose. Mm. So you can make more money. The downside is it's not meant for you to borrow from it quickly because mm. it's meant for you to build long-term wealth on it. So on an index universal life, you really want to wait two to three years before you borrow, borrow against it. Now, with that being said, remember what I said earlier. It doesn't have to be... Either or, right? It can be Mm. a both and, yeah. Me personally, I own both Mm. because I have different needs. Yeah, I own both because sometimes I wanted to borrow from it quickly because I had an idea, like I wanted to buy me a house, so I needed to funnel it quickly through that policy so I can borrow against it quicker without me losing that money and making it cash, right? Yeah,
1: Yeah. so that's
0: what I did, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but. I also want to build long-term wealth, so I got the index universal life because I don't need to borrow from that policy right away. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. no, I love that. And and do, does this work?
1: So I so I know like uh, certain times people might you know have a, a life insurance policy yeah. attached to their home, let's say, right? Yeah. So that way, you know, you know, if if, if they got a two million dollar yeah. house, they get a two million dollar policy. Um, does this work
0: for that as well? Like, would w- w- would that be the best use of it? For that, you you most likely going to want a term. Why? Because like in, in a house, you're probably going to you you probably are getting a policy on a house until it's paid off. Right. So if it takes you if, if you're living a traditional lifestyle and you're 20, 30 years before you pay it off, you just get a 20 or 30 year term yep. to make sure that because when it's paid off, you don't need it right. anymore. Right. This right. is more right. so for and like I say, it doesn't have to be either or yeah. you can have term, you mm. can have whole life and you can have index universal life mm. for your particular needs because you need the biggest amount of life insurance for the cheapest amount of price when you're doing doing that yeah but when you're trying to build up your wealth to borrow it and build assets you reverse that and you don't need as much of a death benefit you need as much much more of a cash value
1: got it got it is there a limit on the amount of life insurance policies you know one
0: life can actually have yes however there are ways to structure a policy that you could for the most part, get as much as much as you want. Yeah. Like for example, if you want more cash value, you want to put more money in there. You can structure it to where you just have a higher death benefit. And because you're going for a lower death benefit, the chances of you exceeding that death benefit limit, it won't happen. Yeah. Because again, you're structuring it to where you can dump the most cash in for the lowest amount of death benefit. Human life expectancy is based on death benefit. Yeah. So so no, you you most for the most part, I've never had any issues where we've had to worry about that.
1: If you are an entrepreneur, business coach, or small business owner who wants to get more visibility for your product or service, then consider advertising on Inside the Vault. We have been seen and heard over 2 million times, and as the show continues to grow, your ad would be embedded in our episodes forever, so the return on investments on advertising with us is unmeasurable and invaluable. If you're interested in this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, then text PODCAST to 646-687-4152 or email us at info at inside the vault show.com. Allow your business to get the visibility that it deserves. And so, you know, I, I've, I've seen people, you know, use life insurance in other ways yeah. in which, um, they are insuring someone else's life, yeah, and then there that the death benefit is going um to someone else or institution. Yeah. Talk, talk to talk about that.
0: I had um I have this all the time. Let's say I have a client who comes to me and says, "I want to create my own bank." Problem is, is I got sick. I got I got diabetes, cholesterol, cancer, whatever it is. I can't get approved for life insurance. Well, it's sad that you can't get approved. However, Remember, what we're looking to use this for is for your life, not necessarily for death. Yeah. So we can actually make you the owner of the policy, mm. and you can write the policy on somebody else that's younger and healthier Ooh. so that you can build up your cash value faster. Even though it's on their, on their death, you control the policy so you can borrow it and use the money anytime that you want to. Yep. Let me tell you, some. it's some game-changing ways that people don't know that exist today that people are using life insurance. I, uh, I just told um, somebody earlier about how um, the Catholic mm-hmm. Catholics use this um, policy. Mm-hmm. They'll take an older member, a high tide paying member in their organization, mm-hmm. and instead of having them to pay their ties, they'll set up policies for that person mm-hmm. and have them to pay their ties into the policy. So when that person dies, the church owns it. So when that person dies, instead of them getting the maybe two hundred thousand dollars they would have gotten ties, they're getting two million dollars tax free wow. from the death benefit. Wow. So you think they're making all that money on fish fries? Right. No, there's a whole foundation behind that. Wow. There are ways that the wealthy people do what I call creating their creating their family bank, right? Mm-hmm. Where they actually the Rockefellers. Let's talk about the Rockefellers yeah, yeah, for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. The Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts were at the time the two richest, two wealthiest people. In fact, the Vanderbilt's were actually richer than the Rockefellers, but the Vanderbilts. The last ascending person on on the um, on the bills with money is um, what's his name on CNN Charles uh, Oh, um, uh, with the white hair. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, talking about, about. Yeah. So. He is actually a Vanderbilt. Many mm. people don't know that, yeah. and they were expecting him to inherit million, I mean billions of dollars. Mm, mm-hmm. He didn't inherit that much money. Mm. He didn't inherit that much money. Yeah. Problem is, the Vanderbilts went broke because they didn't do what I'm about to tell you mm. all to do. Mm. What they did was they just got the expensive cars without building their own banks, the expensive mansions. They competed against that. Most people. When they become rich, the money don't last past one generation. Yeah. So there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. Wealthy, it, it lasts forever. Yeah. Rich is gone quick. The Rockefellers did it a different way. What they did was they actually set up a family foundation. They got insurance policies on that and set up a trust. Now, in that particular trust, what they did was they said, well, if anybody in our family wants to start a business, we got them. But you gotta come to us, you gotta write a business plan, mm-hmm. you gotta stand before the board and tell us why you need to borrow this money. The board will approve it. They'll give you the money, they'll borrow it against a life insurance policy, which continues to grow, give you the money. As you start making money, you pay that money back because we want to keep extended for the next generation. Mm-hmm. They set their family up, it's person after person after person. When anybody in their family die, a big tax-free death benefit goes to the family trust. Wow. So that's that's how they do it. Like yeah. that's how that's how we do it. We set up our trust for my family yeah. that when something happens to me, people somebody asked me before, like, is it more important for your child to have the mentality of what to do with the money or the money? Mm. My answer was both. Yeah, You want them to get the money because the Bible says a good man leads an inheritance to his children's children. Yeah. But you also want to give them the inheritance of the mindset of what to do. Yeah. And the way that you do that is that you control the flow of the money so they get the money as they do what they're supposed to do and mm-hmm. as they learn what they're supposed to learn. Man. Like, yo, when I tell you I'm going to go back and
1: rewind this, right? We actually, got, I need a consultation because, like, I got to make sure we, we set up the right way. But. This is a, a concept that, I, that I've heard, um, you know, about infinite banking, yep. the Rockefellers, and things of that nature. But just understanding, I think, I think what's most intriguing uh, for me and what I want my insiders to, to to know is that not only are you protecting your life, right? Yep. So you so there is a death benefit, right? And so everybody should have life insurance. So not only are you protecting your life, mm-hmm. but you are also enhancing your current life exactly. meaning that you know you don't have to wait till you die yeah. uh, so that your family could benefit off of it you can actually take a life insurance policy insure it on your life if anything happens to you your family is good you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying when you pass away but then also you can structure it in yeah. which you could actually borrow from that money right now in, in in this time while you're alive take that money that you borrowed Buy an asset because that's why I don't think people don't understand. You could take, you could borrow from your life insurance, take the money, buy an asset, make the asset pay you. Yeah. And so now you are literally building wealth on borrowed money. You're building yeah. wealth twice, right? You're building wealth
0: with the life insurance policy, and you're building cash flow. Mm. Shit. And and we talking about tax free. And when I talk about let's wrap wrap about becoming a bank, right? So becoming a bank, here's here's what I did. Real estate people love this. People who invest in real estate, they understand. Most people understand. Because when people wanna go buy a real estate project, they're gonna go out, and a lot of times they're gonna get a loan. They can't get the loan, they're gonna get a hard money loan. Now these hard money loans are like 16% plus collateral on your house, which means if you don't pay it back, they can actually take the house, right? Uh Well, if you had the money in your cash value, what if you charge somebody say, you don't, you don't need to get that horror money loan. We're going to give you a loan, but instead of charging you 16%, I'll only charge you 12%. And you assign the same documents where if you don't pay me, we get to take over the house. Now, you've got all of these loans circulating around at the same time. They're paying you this high interest back. If they don't pay, it, you get the house, and then you can sell the house for whatever you want to sell it for. Plus, remember, your money was still growing as if you never touched it tax-free.
1: That's That's
0: how you multiply your money. See, most people don't never multiply their money because they treat their seed like it's the harvest. Mm. Yeah. And you got to understand that what you have in your hand is a seed. It's all a seed. You got to drop the seed so that you can multiply. And what I mean is, you drop the seed first into the policy, Yeah, allow the seed to harvest and grow. And then it's going to create an abundance, yeah. a lifestyle of abundance. And you don't have to live a scarcity lifestyle.
1: Man, where did you get this mindset from, man? Somebody who uh, grew up, w- you know, without yeah. your dad, low income, you know, you know, first millionaire in your, in your family.
0: Where did, where did that mindset come from? Mindset came from um, continuing to struggle, and I battled with it even when I started to make a little bit of money. Because yeah. what I did, man, I, I lived in a I, I lived in the smallest house that I could do. I was the saver mentality. Yeah, yeah. I drove a Ford Torch for like seven or eight years, and yeah. I always told myself I don't need any of that, you yeah. know. And it's, it's almost I had this mentality like it was bad to have. Wealth, because yeah. again, I was sabotage myself when I began to make some money. So yeah. one day I wrote this vision board. I started dreaming. I started manifest manifesting. I started reading books like Think and Grow, Grow Rich. Uh-huh. I started listening to certain things like CDs and different things about. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to manifest myself a Range Rover. Uh-huh. I remember I said that I wrote that on my vision board, and then I finally got that Range Rover. When I finally got that Range Rover, I said, I'm not going to drive this, really. I'm just going to keep it, but I'm going to keep my Ford Taurus, mm-hmm. and I'm going to drive it and use that. Mm-hmm. Problem is, I started driving the Range Rover. The battery died on that, in that Ford, Ford Taurus three times because yeah. I never got into that Ford Taurus again, yeah, yeah, ever again. Yeah, yeah. I ended up giving it away. I never got into it. Why? Because as I started driving it and feeling like what my life should be like, I started to realize that I deserve the abundance. Yeah. I started to see the peanut butter seats, the recliners. Mm. I started to walk walk differently. Yeah. I'm driving a Range Rover right now, right? And because of that, what it did for me, I was making about $100,000 that year. Mm. What it did for me, it expanded my mind so much so that I went that year and made $1.8 million. From $100,000 to $1. $1.8 million. Because I allowed myself to expand my mind and I made myself get out of the scarcity Limited thinking. Now, the crazy thing is, my dream car, I couldn't imagine past a Range Rover. Mm. A Range Rover was to me uh, 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 the cream of the crop, Aston Martin. Like that, to me, Mm. that was the highest it would go for me. Now I own Lamborghini. Now I own a $2 million house. Like, and I'm making way more money. And I've turned my $2 million house into an asset and not a liability. Like, how? Because my thinking is different. I understand how money works now. That mansion that I bought in Atlanta, I don't live in Atlanta. So why would I buy a $2 million house and I don't live in Atlanta? I live in St. Louis. Yeah, I do because I I rent that house out and I can make twenty dollars to $30,000 a month. I pay about $8,000 a month for the note. Wow. So it can make me $20,000 net per month. Wow. And I can still live there whenever I want to right. and have the luxury. Right. I can have a Lamborghini. I chose to rent that out, but then I didn't rent it out anymore. Here's why I didn't rent it out. Because mm-hmm. the first day that I got that Lamborghini, this is how how the mindset worked. Mm. I had a mentorship program I had just started. It was $5,000. Nobody signed up for it. I got the Lamborghini. I had 30 people in my inbox saying, do you have a mentorship? Wow. 27 people got my $5,000 mentorship. Half of my Lamborghini was paid off the first week Wow. That I got the Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was driving the Lamborghini the first time. I'm driving around. The president of the Lamborghini Club in Missouri sees me and says, "We haven't seen this Lamborghini because I got a green goblin Lamborghini. Mm. We haven't seen this Lamborghini before. We're having a we're having a, a party in a couple of days. Why don't you come through? Yeah. I come through. It's this 55,000 square foot mansion. Everybody who's everybody, athletes, was at this house. My networking that I made mm. probably made me a few hundred thousand dollars just the people that I met wow. at that particular event. Wow. So it's so it's called luxury arbitrage. When you begin to think about living in luxury mm. as not a depreciating thing, yeah. Because I'm a, I don't, I never, I'm not a car person. It's mm. not like I went and said that I'm gonna live this luxury lifestyle. But when I realized it was actually making me more money by doing it than yeah. not doing it, yeah. That's when I said, okay, let me go ahead and give me luxury places all around the country. There, right, right, wow, man, this is game, this is game, this is game. All right, finish this this
1: statement for me. Uh, I am. I am a powerhouse. I am a
0: powerhouse. When it's all said and done, I will be. When it's all said and done, I will be someone that at least 100 people will come to me and say thank you for helping me to become a millionaire. Wow. I love that. I want everyone who crosses my path to know.
1: That abundance is your birthright. Hey. and right. a hey, matter of fact, yo, if y'all ain't check out Living in abundance. It was actually shot in his $2 million mansion. Yeah. That, green, that green goblin in the video is Marvin. Living in abundance. Available now. Make sure y'all check that out. Um, <laughs> I, I had to say that. Yeah. All right. And so wh- what would you say is the, um, the most extravagant thing you've done with money so far?
0: I, w- I would have to say... Um, I wouldn't even say the Lamborghini. I would have to say the Range Rover because of my mentality of doing it at at that time made it more extravagant than the Lamborghini was compared to what I was making. I love it. Love it.
1: What would you say is the most impactful thing you've done with money?
0: The most impactful thing is that I I give away scholarships to young African-American males. I've given away over $100,000 of scholarships to help make this next generation because the educational system for me, man— I grew up in a, in a neighborhood where the school system was so bad that I got straight A's and I wasn't very good. Wow. And when I transferred over to a, a better school district when my mom got married when I was 17, I got like D's and F's. Wow. And that's when I realized this educational system is setting us up to fail. So I wanted to do my part to help people. So I want to help people to go out, get an education and just be better people.
1: Nah, I love that. I love that. There's somebody right now who um, has a nine to five also you know, has their foot in you know, being an entrepreneur? What, what advice would you give to that person?
0: Good question. The advice that I would be is, You have a desire in your heart. God will not put more upon you than you can bear. Now, if you don't desire to be an entrepreneur, don't just do it because you think you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with working a job.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll say
0: that. I know if you're going to work a job, be a jobpreneur. Make sure that you're putting yourself into a position that you can go into the highest positions on that job and make an impact. Mm -hmm. We need people to work jobs because we wouldn't have entrepreneurs if people didn't work jobs. Now, if you have a desire to do more, then be more. Yeah. If you want to do more, work on yourself, Mm -hmm. work on reading your books because when you become higher, what you can do become higher. So it's not what you do, it's who you become. Mm. When you become the person you need to be do- doing, then it's your time to, like, like you said, take action. Mm. Walk out on faith. Know that you can do it and just do it. Yeah. Just go for it.
1: I love that. You know, right now, Marvin Mitchell is multimillionaire, first yeah. one in his family, uh, broken some generational curses. Yep. If you could go back
0: and give 18-year-old Marvin yep. some advice, what, what what are you telling him? I would say we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year. Yeah. But we underestimate what we could accomplish in 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I look back to where I was 10 years ago, there's no way I would believe I would be where I am today. I can't even envision. I can talk about my goals, but yeah. where I might be in 10 years from now, yeah. is going to be well beyond what I can even envision Yeah, that's in my mindset today. So just keep attacking it at a day at a time. Be consistent yeah. and just look up and see where you're going to be. You'll be surprised. No, I
1: love that. And so now, you know, one, one of the things, I, you know, I really, really admire about you is your giving heart, right? You talk about, um, you know, giving to you know, scholarships yep. and things of that nature. Um, But even in, you, you know, the entrepreneurship space, you, you've you always been a giver, you, right. you're willing to give out information, you have, you know, your mastermind, you know, talk to us about, you know, you know, and that was even one of the things, right? You said, yo, you right. will be somebody who have created a hundred millionaires. Right. You have created a program that you are, you know, it's not just a wish, you're actively right. working on making other millionaires. Talk, talk yep. about that program for so us. So I
0: created a program, it's called the Path to Prosperity yeah. Blueprint. Because I can sit up here and talk about how I became wealthy all day long. But what I decided to do is start a program where I walk a person step by step by step to how they can actually become a millionaire. Mm. Like from talking about from having nothing Mm. to setting goals to building up on that, to starting a policy, to borrowing against it, what exactly you should do, who exactly you should talk to. And I've created a network and a community of like-minded people that's going to help you to get there as well. Oh. This is the first time something like this, the blueprint that I've created has ever been done before. So in this particular blueprint, like I literally pour my heart out and I got like 25 lessons broken down homework assignments, a workbook, for you to really indulge in this and you to become a different person that's willing to break generational curses so that your great-great-grandchildren will say, because of what my great-great-grandfather did, Mm. because of what my great-great-grandmother did, Mm. this is why we are who we are right now today. Mm. So great thing about that is I created something just for your viewers today because I wanted to know where you all were coming from so that we could see if you were some of the millionaires, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we created, it's called um, theprosperityvault.com. Nice. See what we did there with the vault? Nice, nice. Theprosperityvault.com. When you go there, we're gonna give you a special offer. So mm-hmm. you're gonna have an even lower on lower, um, price than what I give to even some of my own students. As a result, what they're gonna get, what you're gonna get is within six months, you're literally gonna have a path where you're gonna start earning residual income, where you're gonna actually have your bank set up, where you're gonna be thinking about money differently. Your family's gonna start thinking about money differently. The people that you're around are gonna know something's different about you. You're gonna be walking with a whole new vigor, a whole new confidence in just six months. Put it to the test. If you're not feeling this way in six months, if you go through the course, and we can tell that you went through the course, and you're not feeling this way in six months, Hit us up, and we're going to give you back your money, a money-back guarantee. That's how confident I am that if you follow this blueprint that's under $2,000, y'all, if you follow this blueprint, you're going to do 10 times more than what you paid for the course. Take me up on that offer. Oh, I love, you know, his giving spirit because he's he's even saying, yo, listen—
1: you invest in you, right? Show me that you're willing to invest in you. Do what I tell you to do. If you're not successful, I'll give you your money back. Yep. Man, that's powerful, y'all. So you go go to the prosperityvault.com You know, check out, not even check it out. Take action, right? Because money makers are action takers. If you want to change your life, not just your life, but your family's life, you got to take advantage of it. Um, all right, so we're going to do a quick whitening round, right, let's man. Let's go, let's go. We're literally inside a vault. Inside the ball, You know I what I'm saying? It. And, um. You know, what we do is we take bank terms and we flip those bank terms, uh, you know, for us here in the vault. Um, And so we have the first term is deposit slip, right? Mm. A deposit slip is, uh, you know, you go into a bank, you put money inside the bank. Right. And and that's what a deposit slip is. But here inside the vault, you know, we're calling a deposit slip a a money mistake, a slip Mm. up, right? Uh, A deposit slip. What is the biggest deposit slip or money mistake that you've made in your journey so
0: far? I've made a few. Uh, Say really quick Two really quick I gotta say One was when I When I was getting A house built Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand That you were really Only supposed to give 3% I put I gave them $90,000 As a deposit Mm. They ended up Running away with the money Going bankrupt Ended up having to do a lawsuit Only got like $20,000 Back of the money Wow Another situation that I made a I made a, an investment into something that I did $130,000 in, I lost that $130,000 because it wasn't a prudent investment mm. decision. This was in my early investment years when yeah. I started finally making some money, yeah. and I sabotaged myself. Yeah. So now I had to realize that due diligence is critical, and I had to realize that now I'm going to make sure that I stick to what I know. That's very important. Stick to what you know, get the education, get the knowledge, yeah. and do it.
1: Nah, love that, love that. Uh, Number two is a uh, charge-off, right? Charge-off, yeah. you borrow money from the bank, you don't pay the money back. Uh, the, the bank tries to get the money, but they charge it off. On your journey, what type of people or mindsets mm. did you have to charge off?
0: You know, I'm in my city, man. I love my city, but it's not a lot of progressive people, not a lot of entrepreneur-minded people in my city. And it got to the point where I started coming around some of my old people, and they used to say things like, Oh you too big for us little people now. Mm, yeah. You know when they say that it's not because of you it's because of the insecurities that they're feeling. Yeah. So I could keep feeling guilty about it or I can say you know you know what I'm not too big for you but i do need to be around people that stretch my mind and not try to make me go back into a place that i used to go mm. so i had to change my friendships wow. and i had to change the people that i was around
1: wow 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 love that love that uh last but not least atm right atm yeah. you get your card you put the money you put your card in and the money you know the it's giving you money from the bank yeah uh, because we're inside the vault you drop so many bars for us, ATM is another teachable moment. Before
0: you go, please leave our audience, our insiders, with another teachable moment. Teachable, teachable moment is to write down the vision and make it plain mm. until you actually begin to write it down. Yeah. Speak it. Mm. The Bible says, "Speak those things that are not as though they are." As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Mm. Those who meditate on the word day and night—you got to meditate on it. On it, see it. Once you believe that, and once you do that faith exercise. It has to come to pass because you're building up your subconscious mind. Mm. That's number one. Number two, understand that you could do, you could do anything, but you can't do everything. Oh, cool. So, what I would say is sometimes new new and aspiring entrepreneurs, they want to put some of their money, put it into everywhere that they can put it in. But what you got to understand, the first thing you need to focus on first is your skill set, and you need to focus on your active income. Most people don't realize that. People you see seeing with all these different passive income streams, they had a skill set in, in a high income, passive income, um, active income first. Mm. Build the active income first and then focus on all of the passive income or else you're just going to be chasing a rabbit and not mm. catching anything. Mm. I right?
1: love that. I love that.
0: Understand this. My, my mentor, Myron Golden, taught me this. That it's easier to make a lot of money in a little bit of time than it, than it is to make a little money in a lot of time. Mm. So understand that. Once you fix your mindset and realize how money works and you realize how leverage works, it's easier to literally make a million dollars in a month than it is to make a $100,000 in a year. $100,000, you're going to have to slave, work a job, do all of this to make a million dollars. You just understand how to solve a big problem. So understand that anything that you do can be accomplished and it can be accomplished quickly if you get your mind right, which is why you got to get into the right rooms, which is why you got to you know, buy that prosperity, the prosperity vault course, because it's gonna give you the opportunity to understand the mindset of a wealth creator so that you can be one as well. Mm. Y'all, I look, as promised, this was a powerful episode. I'm talking about on so many
1: different levels. You were given game, you were given the 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 way to prosperity the way to build wealth the way to be your own bank you were given a lot in a short amount of time so you got to tap in with my guy marvin mitchell besides the
0: prosperityvault.com if somebody wanted to connect with you where can they find you instagram i'm marvin mitchell official Marvin Mitchell Official on Instagram. Uh, Look me up on that. And if you wanted to, you know, just get like a complimentary talk with my team, you can go to wealthcreationcall.com. Wealthcreationcall.com. Let my guy set
1: you up. We are closing out the vault. Another powerful episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. Make sure you tap in and join our exclusive insiders community. Text the word insiders. To 646 687 4152. Again, that's insiders 2 646 687 4152. Follow us on all social media platforms at Inside the Vault. I am Ash Cash. Make sure you check me out IamAshCash.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at IamAshCash. We are closing out the vault. We'll see you next time, same time, same place, for a powerful episode in God's will.
2: that's Chime.com slash build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details.